It's great to be in the SEC. Welcome back to another episode of the SEC Recap Podcast. Coming at you this week with our Week 10 previews, picks, and score predictions. Stick around. You're not going to want to miss that. Real quick, whether you're listening to us in audio form, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you prefer to chug your podcast, head on over here to YouTube. Give us a like, smash that thumbs up, and follow us. We'd love to have you here where all the action is. All right. No messing around. Let's get right into it. Weekly picks. Now, this is my second episode of the week. We've already done uh, the week nine recap. So if you haven't seen that yet or listened to that, go back and check out that episode. Also discussed a little bit of the uh, CFP top 10 uh, a couple days before that came out. So I've already, for the most part, given my thoughts on that. Mostly just going to focus on the matchups this weekend and the picks, you know, First week of the CFP Top 10, it means about as much as Hawking Alugi in the ocean. It's all going to change after this weekend. And as we dive into these matchups, you're going to see why. Um, so I'm starting with the early slate of games. These are the noon games if you're on the East Coast, uh, 11 a.m. for those of us here in Central Time. So we've got number seven, sorry, number 17, Tennessee hosting the UConn Huskies. Tennessee heavy, heavy favorites in this one, as you would expect. Uh, 35 and a half point favorites <clears throat> over under a 55 and a half. Now, uh, Tennessee sitting at six and two. A lot of people expecting this to be um, sort of a rest your starters type game late into the second quarter, certainly into the second half. And that's what Tennessee fans really want to see. They want to see Nico get some play. They want to see some of the younger guys get some play, get your starters off the field, get them healthy because in week 11, they have to travel up to Como to face the Mizzou Tigers, who will be sitting at seven and one, two. We'll check them out a little later on. Um, Huskies, meanwhile, sitting at one and seven. So uh, it is a tough game for them. This is a game that people expect Tennessee to win and win big, and I'm no different. ESPN favors Tennessee very heavily. They're heavy Vegas betting favorites. Uh, good noon kick. Vols also honoring uh, the late great Pat Summit with those Summit blue uniform accents. Now, there's been some some alternate uniform uniform images floating around on Twitter this week. I've seen them. You've most likely seen them. Where they kind of look like Carolina blue with orange lettering. Those are not what they're wearing this Saturday. Vols will be in the home orange. With just some summit blue, you know, arm sleeves and and wristbands and things like that. So it's going to look great. It's a great tribute um, for a great woman, uh, but not the like all baby blue or all summit blue uniforms that you may have seen circulating. Uh, regardless, I expect Tennessee to win this one uh, heavily, um, over under a fifty five and a half. I'll give the Huskies 10 points, especially late uh, third quarter, fourth quarter against some backups. For the Vols, I would expect, um, you know, a few points to be scored. So you got to give them a few. Don't think it'll be a shutout, but give me the Vols in this one 47 to 10. Um, you know, so hitting that over, definitely uh, Vols, I expect to climb into the 40s for Maybe just the third or fourth time this year. I think they did it against Virginia. They put up 45 on UT San Antonio, and they 
Yeah, 41 over South Carolina. So balls used to kind of live in the 40s in the 2022 season. A little bit different offense this year, but that ground game, I don't think they'll have any problems. Um, Huskies really struggling against, you know, stiffer competition to even get into the 20s. So against that Tennessee defense, I um, think it'll be tough for them. So, yeah, I love the Vols in this one. Vols to win. I'm going to pick the Vols to cover. Uh, and I'll take the over as well. I I love that pick. Um, our next game of the morning or noon, wherever you are, Texas A&M, the Aggies head to number 10 Ole Miss. Ole Miss three-point home favorites over under 53 and a half. Now, uh, Ole Miss sitting really nice there, uh, fringe top 10 in the college football playoff rankings, went out and they're good. Uh, they control their own destiny to stay in the top 10. They don't control their own destiny in the SEC anymore. Neither does AM for that matter. Rebels are four and one in conference. Aggies are three and two in conference. Aggies still in good shape, though. They're still looking to get bowl eligible. They need a sixth win. Uh, they're at five and three. I don't expect they will get it on the road. We're all very, very well aware of the Aggies' road woes. You could call them the road warriors if you want to. Um, they struggle on the road, and I think they'll struggle against Ole Miss. Not a not a great defense, um, but I, I just don't know that they're going to be able to score with Ole Miss. I do think they could frustrate Ole Miss a good bit, though, so I think this game will be close like Vegas things, but I do think Ole Miss will cover the three points. So that's looking something like 30-24 to 24 for me. Ole Miss 30, Texas A&M. 24 so we hit that over on the 53 and a half but give me Ole Miss to win and to cover our third game of the morning um a really interesting one I tweeted about this one earlier in the week it was sort of my early week week 10 vibes Arkansas two and six overall Woo. it's been rough over there out west in Fettville they are 0-5 in conference play. They're looking for their first SEC win. Um, oh, I'm So let me pull up their schedule here. I think it's six straight now. So uh, it started with a home loss to BYU, single possession loss. Get this. BYU, LSU, Ole Miss, Alabama, Mississippi State. They've lost six straight. Those are five of their last six losses. I'm excluding the AM game. Arkansas has lost five of those last six by one possession. BYU 38-31. LSU 34-31. AM was 34-22. Ole Miss 27-20. Alabama 24-21. Mississippi State last week. Seven to three. So five of those last six losses have come by just a single possession. Arkansas is in desperation mode. They have to win their last four. They play Florida at Florida, Auburn at home, Florida International, and Mizzou at home, who's playing as well as anybody in the SEC right now. So it is not looking like Arkansas is going to get bowl eligible. Um, I think this weekend knocks them out sufficiently. 
Um, don't think Florida's a great team. I think they're a good enough team to handle Arkansas there in the swamp in Gainesville. So Florida just five and a half point favorites over under of 50 and a half. I like the Gators. I like them to just cover that five and a half. I think Arkansas will come out with a must win mentality and look, they're good enough to do it. They've been in one possession games with good teams in the sec on the road. Um, it's a noon kick, you know, Florida kind of reeling off that big uh, cocktail party loss versus Georgia. I know it was a neutral site game, but, uh, you know, it's just up the road for them. Does Arkansas catch them? Maybe. We'll see what that game looks like. I, I suspected, as, as I tweeted out earlier this week, Sunday or Monday, that I think this game could be closer than people think. Vegas seems to agree um, with that five-and-a-half-point spread. I just think Florida can score a little bit more than Arkansas. So, you know, give me a weird one. Give me like a 28-22, really reminiscent of that uh, A&M game that Arkansas had, you know, 22 points. You don't see that a lot, but you can. If you have to score a two-point conversion or, you know, something something crazy to happen. Uh, but I also like that under. So give me Florida to win, cover the five and a half, just barely, 28-22. But then give me the under. Give me the under. I think this comes in right at like 49 or 50 points. Um, Gators could also be at like 27, you know, it could be like 27, 21. Um, but anyway, there you have it. Florida wins, covers the five and a half, 28, 22, under on the 50 and a half. Now, another really interesting, really interesting game. Last noon game here, Jacksonville State, the Gamecocks versus the South Carolina Gamecocks. Gamecock on Gamecock crime. Stop. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen at home, stop Gamecock on Gamecock crime. We literally have a cockfight. Actually, I love to see it. Love to see a real-life cockfight that is within the rules and laws of our society. That is on the gridiron, on the football field. Uh, Rich Rod and the Jacksonville State Gamecocks coming in to Columbia, South Carolina, 16 and a half point underdogs. South Carolina also sitting at two and six on the season. It's been a major bummer, major bummer of a season, considering the way that the 2022 season ended for them. They actually came into the 2023 season as a dark horse. SEC East contender. A lot of people drinking that Kool-Aid. I thought they would be second or third in the East. I thought it would be something like Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina. I thought South Carolina would definitely be sitting at like eight and four, nine and three. Maybe Tennessee also nine and three, but they lost the head-to-head to South Carolina because that game was in Knoxville. Um, I was wrong. Boy, a lot of people were wrong. So Gamecocks have struggled uh, along the offensive line. A lot of injuries to major offensive pieces. Defensively, they've been abysmal. Uh, but they're heavy favorites in this game, as they should be. If you're an SEC team hosting a non-conference, non-Power 5 opponent, you should be heavy favorites. But Jacksonville State, 7-2 and two on the year, playing really, really good football. I think they can score. I think South Carolina, though, will be better. I know it's a noon game. 
you kind of like for it to be a night game, but non-conference, you kind of got to take what you're given, especially when you're two and six. So I think Spencer Rattler has a good game. I think, you know, all his effort, you finally kind of see that translate into points. I think Jacksonville State can hang for a little bit. I think ultimately, though, they're overwhelmed. I don't know that South Carolina, This is and this is the one thing, this is the one thing I'm kind of hung up on in this matchup. Nobody trusts South Carolina's defense. Nobody really trusts anything that Shane Beamer, Clayton White, and that Gamecocks defense has going on right now. So my score prediction right now, those of you listening, not watching here on YouTube, I'll go ahead and give it to you. I've got the the South Carolina Gamecocks 36 to 20. Um, that is not covering the spread. So if you're keeping along there in audio form, uh, I am taking Jacksonville State to cover that 16 and a half simply because of what we've seen from the South Carolina Gamecocks defense. They've really not been able to stop anybody. They've given up a lot of critical downs, critical yardage and critical downs. I do like the over at 55 and a half though. So that combined point total, you know, 36 to 20, kind of just hitting that over. I do think Jacksonville State's going to score. 36 to 20 may be real off base. It it could be like 36-27. It could be 36-28. I don't – It how, how much does South Carolina's defense shows up? That's ultimately the question. Um, I think Jacksonville State will come into this game really honestly, truly believing that they can win this game. And so if South Carolina is not careful, this could be a lot closer uh, God help everybody in that locker room and on that staff if they lose because it will be the talk of the town. Uh, just because you're playing at noon does not mean people are going to forget about this one. Um, that would be a bad, 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 bad look for that program uh, to come into this game two and six with a must win. You've got to win your next four just to get bowl eligible. Who do the Gamecocks have on their next four? They've got Jacksonville State. Vanderbilt, winnable, 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 right? That gets you to four. Then you've got Kentucky. Then you've got Clemson. You get Kentucky at home, winnable game at home versus a Kentucky team that's good, not great. Got to get better defensively to make it happen. And then you've got a Clemson team at home who's four and four on the season right now, looking more and more beatable each week. Is it possible for South Carolina to Win out and get to a bowl. Yes, that probability is low. It's sitting around 13% right now. But it starts this weekend at noon with Jacksonville State. So I'll take South Carolina to win. I'll take Jacksonville State to cover. I'll take the point total over at 55 and a half. South Carolina gets it 36 to 20. All right, sliding on in to the noon game. This is the CBS 2.30 game, as you might expect. Not the game of the week for me. I'm going to save that nugget for last. Um, But it is the second. If I had to pick a second, this would be it. And I know at 2.30, all eyes are going to be on this game. This is number 12, Missouri. Going to Georgia really for the SEC East, right? If Georgia takes a loss here, Georgia still has to play Tennessee. They still have to play Ole Miss. Two top 20 teams. Missouri still has to play Tennessee. They still have to play Florida. 
maybe a toss up. Missouri would probably be favored in that game. Then they go play Arkansas, which I think everybody expects Missouri will win. So Missouri also has a top 10 matchup here with Georgia and a top 20, top 15 ish matchup next week with Tennessee. So if Missouri wants to control its own fate, it's got to win out. Plain and simple. They don't have a marquee win. Kansas State, not a marquee win. Sorry. If that is your marquee win, you, you're out of the top 10. A, a lot of people on Twitter wanted Mizzou to be in the top 10 in this first set of rankings. You're seeing why that logic was wrong. There's no marquee win. Nobody is impressed. That committee, the public, is not impressed with a three-point win over Kansas State, who was unranked until last week. And a road win over an unranked Kentucky team. Okay. Um, Georgia, not a super impressive resume either. This will help them beat a top 12 or top 15 Missouri team. Okay. Beat a top 20, top 15 Tennessee team on the road in Knoxville. Beat a top 10 Ole Miss team. Right. So it's all out in front of here for both of these teams. Um, but I really have, and Mizzou fans aren't going to like this. I don't care. They've already come at me on Twitter. They just hate hearing the truth. You've been playing well this season, guys. I'm not ragging on Missouri. Missouri has played well this season. But nobody that you've played is super impressive. I'm sorry. It's just the facts. F-A-X-T-S. Facts. I think Georgia handles Missouri, and I think they handle them no problem. I think they handle Missouri much in the same way they handled Kentucky, to be totally honest with you. Uh, you know, fan, this line on FanDuel opened at like 20 and a half. Everywhere else, it was around 15 and a half, 16. It hasn't moved that much. I don't know why the FanDuel line opened so high. A lot of people bid that down. But Georgia, 15 and a half at home, I'd take that all day. I'd take that all day. I'll take Georgia to win, cover 15 and a half. The over-under in this game is 55 and a half. I like this game to go something like 38-20. And listen, it's not impossible to me that Georgia could, could run this into the 40s. It's not at all. They put up 43, 43-20 over Florida, 37-20 on the road at Vanderbilt. Uh, was Georgia really up for that game? Doubt it. 51-13 at home versus Kentucky. 27-20 on the road at Auburn. You know, 49-21 versus UAB. Okay. Meanwhile, Mizzou. Starting with the most recent working back. 34-12 over SC. 38-21 over UK. 49-39 loss at home to LSU. 38-21 Vandy. 34-27 Memphis. So Mizzou is really in that mid-30s range against reasonable competition, mid to high 30s. Georgia's comfortably really in the 40s. You kind of split the difference. I'm knocking Mizzou down a couple scores. And Georgia may be a score. We'll see what happens. But I, I would not be surprised for this game to turn into something like 44-20. Okay, 44-21, 44-24. I think it's a three-score win for Georgia. Um, and if if you could convince me otherwise, you know, I'd love to hear it. Brady Cook's playing good. Cody Schrader's running great. Luther Burden. I mean, pretty much any team in the country would love to have those guys. I just don't think it's going to matter that much when you're playing in Athens at Georgia. 
for this type of game. The only thing that Georgia wants or loves more than winning a third national championship is is feeling so disrespected that you're ranked number two in the college football playoff. We saw it last year against Tennessee when Tennessee got that number one ranking, which, by the way, was deserved. They had the best resume. That's what the CFP rankings are supposed to be. Our strength of record rankings, Georgia did not. Georgia slapped that disrespect Uno card down. They were number three or four. Tennessee was number one. Tennessee had to go to Athens. And Georgia effectively dominated the game. It wasn't a big point total difference, but they dominated, they controlled the game. That's what I see happening here. I see a Missouri fan base, a Missouri team who desperately want to be in that top 10, who feel like they deserve it. And I see a Georgia team who thinks that they were just massively disrespected once again by being ranked number two. Two. Talk about the disrespect. And I think they I think they just unload. I think they take it out of Missouri this weekend. So give me Georgia to win, cover the 15 and a half. I'll take the over 55 and a half. Um, you know, this point total could easy easily run into the 60s uh, between the two team, two two teams. So um Mizzou takes its second conference loss. Um, we kind of end up with a you know two-ish, three-ish way tie in the SEC, and then we get a 7-2, and 7-2 and two matchup in Como next week when Tennessee rolls into town. And we'll see what happens then. Uh, next game of the afternoon, this is 3 p.m. on SEC Network. 4-4 four and four, Auburn, 1-4 and four in conference, travels to Nashville to take on Vanderbilt. 2-7, and seven. Vandy still without a conference win. They have not stolen any of those Kentucky, Florida, you know, plucky wins that they managed to get last year. Um, Auburn 12 and a half point favorites, uh, all time record Auburn Vandy, surprisingly closer than you'd think over under a 49 and a half. I do think Auburn wins. I think they win by a couple scores, but it's, you, you know, the point spread is, is, not as great as maybe people want it to be. Maybe Auburn fans want it to be. Um, I like this game in the 27 to 18 range. Uh, Auburn just overall struggles to score. Uh, they struggle to convert yardage into points. Um, I think they play better. They, they have a good defense. I don't know how much they'll stop Vandy. That's why I'm giving Vandy 18. Um, at home, it's not much of a home field advantage. Uh, so th that covers it for Auburn. Actually, no, that doesn't. I'm taking Vandy to cover, excuse me, Auburn to win outright Vandy to cover the 12 and a half. Um, and then I like the under on this one. I definitely, definitely, definitely lean the under on that 49 and a half. Um, so Vandy will fall to two and eight. Auburn gets its fifth win, still looking to get bowl eligible. It is possible for them because they get Arkansas. They do have to travel, but they play Arkansas. That's a winnable game for them. That should get them to six. And then they play New Mexico State, which could get them to seven. So seven and five, year one under Hugh Freeze. I think that's a dub. I, I think Auburn fans should take that and be happy um, and just hope for maybe a semi-competitive you know, quarter or two in the Iron Bowl. All right. 
next game. This is our first evening game, 6.30 p.m. This is SEC Network. Kentucky now sitting at 5-3, and 2-3 and three in conference. Traveling to Starkville, Mississippi to face the Bulldogs. Mississippi State, 4-4, four 1-4 four, four in conference. Uh, both teams still looking to get bowl eligible. Wildcats would do it with this game. Bulldogs need uh, still two of their last four. They play Kentucky, A&M, Southern Miss, and Ole Miss. Um, it's not looking like that's going to happen, but who knows? You know, maybe they upset Kentucky here. Kentucky slight favorites in this game, and then they get the win versus Ole Miss. We'll see. It's possible for them. I would say not likely. ESPN's FBI actually favors Mississippi State. Vegas likes Kentucky. And I'm actually taking Kentucky in this one. I like Kentucky to win, uh, but I like Mississippi State to cover. Miss, uh, Kentucky has not won in Starkville since 2008. Um, they just struggle there with the Klinga Klinga at the Cowbells. Um, and the over-under is 45 and a half. So I actually like this under here. I like Kentucky for the win. Mississippi State to cover four and a half. Give me the Wildcats on the road in a game they need to get bowl eligible 24 to 20. And 20 is optimistic for Mississippi State. Um, but they played Kentucky really well. And I like the under on that 45 and a half. All right, guys, before we get into the final game of the evening, the game everybody's been waiting for, my game of the week. Let me just take a minute here um, and talk to you about the SEC Pride merch I have available on my Bonfire store. Um, for those of you watching here on YouTube, I'm going to show some of this off. I'll pop uh, the QR code right up here on screen featuring my latest t-shirt design called Big Doink Energy. Um Doink, obviously, uh, doinking a football off of the right upright. We all love a good doink. We all love big doinks. Flex your big doink with one of these big doink energy t-shirts. Uh, let me show these off right here. They're going to come in t-shirt, premium long sleeve, and pullover hoodie. Variety of colors. They all look great. Um, so head on over, check those out. I make a little bit of money off those. It just helps me out here. Also showing off uh, these I love. Uh, <laughs> my football sideline investigator t-shirt. Thank you to those of you who have bought one. Um, kind of like, uh, you know, the Michigan badge logo, FSI, kind of the FBI style logo with the football sideline investigator. Just a funny shirt. Really love those. Threw those together last week uh, and just loved it so much. I put it on the store. For my Tennessee fans out there, you can still get your bourbon barrel apparel, your bourbon barrel championship shirt. I showed off mine last week on the pod, 3327 2023 beer barrel champs, um, long sleeve t-shirt, pullover hoodie, crew neck sweatshirt. And for every other SEC fan base, I've got something for you too. I've got um, SEC pride merch for every team. Uh, friend of mine bought some recently, hit me up, said, man, it looks great. It feels great. He bought one of the hoodies, uh, said it's super soft, super comfortable. Um, and they come in all those same styles, t-shirt, long sleeve t-shirt, sweatshirt, hoodie. Um, I'll just kind of slowly scroll through here. I love the colors on the Florida. I love the way the Auburn looks on that, uh, you know, midnight Navy sweatshirt. 
um, the LSU tiger eye there, the yellow on purple. Guys, head on over, check this stuff out. It all looks really good. And like I said, I just make a little bit, no ad reads on this podcast, um, you know, no twisted tea commercials or no, you know, heating and air conditioning sponsorships. Just me trying to sell some merchandise that I think looks great um, and that I know people will love to wear, <clears throat> love to wear and love to show off. So again, that's bonfire.com slash store slash SEC recap. Once again, that's bonfire.com slash store slash SEC recap. All right, getting into the game of the week here. This is the matchup you've all been waiting for. Number 14, LSU at number eight, Alabama in T-Town, in Tuscaloosa. LSU rolls into this game. Three-point underdogs to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, Alabama three-point favorites. ESPN heavily favors Alabama. I don't know, guys. I don't know. This game is just giving me a certain type of feeling. We watched. We've seen Alabama kind of play it close within one possession, right? Texas A&M, 26-20. Arkansas, 24-21. Tennessee came out, smacked him in the mouth. Now, that was a two-score game uh, to end the fourth quarter, but Tennessee led at halftime there in Tuscaloosa. We've kind of seen these vulnerabilities from Alabama this year, but just haven't seen an offense outside of Texas that has been able to take advantage for four quarters. I think we see that offense this weekend. I think LSU has that offense to come in, smack Alabama in the mouth, and then keep their foot on the gas for four quarters. So Vegas is putting this out there, Alabama minus three. I, I not only like LSU plus three, I like LSU to win outright, guys, and I think they actually win out big I think LSU wins this one 40 to 24 I think it's a shocker to the folks there in Tuscaloosa I also like the over over sitting at 61 and a half I think we hit that over because I think Alabama is going to have to score and I don't think they're built for a shootout LSU defense not great so Alabama can definitely put up some points on them but I just don't know if Alabama, from based on what we've seen so far, getting smacked by Tennessee, letting Arkansas kind of backdoor it, letting A&M in there close by a possession. I don't know that they can shut LSU down. I like LSU to win outright, cover the three. I like the, the point total over. Give me LSU in a stunner, big-time win there in Tuscaloosa. 40 to 24 guys that'll do it for this episode that's it once again quick reminder if you're not following us on youtube head on over there like subscribe follow i'm at sec recap on all my socials follow me on twitter uh don't forget you could donate to the pod you can buy a t-shirt at bonfire.com store slash sec recap i've got stuff there for everybody uh, something you're going to love. 
Follow me on Twitter. I like to tweet through the weekend about the games. Let me know what you think in the comments. You think I'm way off base. Uh, you think I'm capping. Uh, hit me with your score predictions. Let me know. I don't mind it. Just be nice about it. Um, guys, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Got some big-time games. Mizzou, Georgia, LSU, Bama. It's going down, and I will be back with you next week to recap it all right here on the SEC Recap Podcast. Have a great weekend. Peace.